yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, uh. The mother guys ain't got no style. We know what's up before we go down. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. If you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. This is the fans' voice. You hit on vocals. This what the people need and what they want now. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. If you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. If you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. Yeah. 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 Turn up. What's happening? What up, though? What's going down, people? People, it's your homie CL. And I'd like to welcome y'all back to the Rundown Sports Podcast. Gotta know that. And I always, you can find us at therundown.com. That's D A R U N D W N. At the Rundown Sports on Twitter. And as always, you can find us on iTunes if you just subscribe. And you can get it every time it come out. Now what? Not going to hold it up too much longer. We had a fun field week one. Uh, yes, I know the Saints lost. Had a lot to say about that earlier. Um, not going real too much because I have Aaron Freeman from thefalcfan.com who I just forged a new relationship with, man. So, um, not going to hold it up too much longer. We got in a little bit of some week one talk. So, uh, let's turn up. Well, just had week one, so I brought in the homie Aaron Friedman from Falfan.com. What's going on, Aaron? What's up, man? Glad to be here. How you enjoy that week one win? Man, I enjoyed it a lot, man, because usually to the Saints. They didn't lose on Sunday, so it was finally the Falcons were able to beat the Saints. Show, you know, that they were a team to be reckoned with and get their season started off right. Now, if y'all would have lost this game and then maybe lost a couple more afterwards, how would you be feeling about Mike Smith's job? I wouldn't be feeling too good about it. You know, he's, he's right now he's convinced, and this this win really kind of, you know, keeps us on the on the on the good defense as far as his job security. But, uh, you know, basically every win helps. else is going to hurt his chance of sticking around after this year. So this win definitely, especially the division level, especially they usually lose to this big win in a team. Yeah, man. Now you kind of went in and out right there, but uh, I pretty much heard what you were saying, though. It's I about to say before hard knocks he wasn't on the list but he made the list after hard knocks as one of the first coaches to be fired with some actual Vegas odds on him so I thought that was interesting and I'm I want to see if at any point you know maybe if the Vikings look like a tough out uh, 
you know, I don't know about the Buccaneers now. I don't really have no hope for them. But, uh, you know, just anything can happen. I don't, you know, I, I'm going to be honest. You know, I'm a Saints fan, so I don't really care too much what they do. But, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm a little worried about the direction under Mike Smith. Let's just put it like that. No, you, you got a right to be worried. I, I don't think he'll be fired in the middle of the season. Um, but uh, it's, it's certainly something where his job is going to have to be uh, reevaluated at the, at the end of the year. All right, man. Well, I don't want to beat up on Mike Smith too much right now. Now, first, uh, your website, foutfan.com, this is the first time you're coming on the Rundown Sports. Why don't you give me a little background about it, and then uh, you tell me what you do over there, and give me, I don't know, just a few takeaways from that game. Okay. Um, well, foulfans.com, it was a hobby of mine that I started back when I was in high school about 15 years ago. Just as a, just a messing around, put a little website up, and then over time it's kind of grown. Um Probably not as much as I wish it has, but uh, it's grown quite a bit over the years. And basically, what we do is it's devoted to pretty much all the Falcons stuff. You know, our slogan is all the latest on the Falcons. We talk about news. Uh, one of the things that I'm big on is reviewing games and breaking down games and trying to, you know, get it out there and analyze it for fans out there who are trying to know a little bit more deeper than what you would traditionally. Hear. Um, about team, you hear a lot of people on like ESPN or NFL Network talking about the Falcons. So that's one of the sort of voids I'm trying to fill over there. As far as week one goes, you know, some of the big takeaways was, you know, Matt Ryan looked really good. He's played a couple of really good games against the Saints. He's played a couple of bad games against the Saints, but you know, probably yesterday's game was probably his best game. That he's had against the Saints, and a, yeah. a big a big reason why he was able to have that big game was because the Falcons finally gave him some pass protection. That was a big problem for the team last year, but you know he was he was getting pass protection, and he was able to move around and extend plays and then throw the ball down the feet, and that was something that we really haven't seen from Matt Ryan over the years. He's usually kind of a I wouldn't I wouldn't call him a statue, but you know he's not a, a guy that's like Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson that's there, you know slinging hey. and running around making plays. Right, I seen him I seen him jogging real fast for that first down yesterday. <laughs> Straight up, yeah. I give him his credit on that. When he he made that one happen, he will his team to that first down. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a couple plays like that, and and I think one of the things about about it was. Because he was getting time in the pocket to throw, he was able to throw the ball downfield a little bit more than the Falcons have usually done. And so I think one of the big reasons, obviously because the Falcons scored so many points, right. was uh, because they were able to get a, a lot of big plays from guys like Devin Hester and Julio Jones and, and Anton Smith, a bunch of guys that probably most people that never even heard of other than maybe Julio Jones or Roddy White. But it was basically because Matt Ryan got a whole bunch of time in the pocket. But on the flip side of that, 
with the Falcons scoring all the points, they gave up a lot of points. And I think that was one of another takeaways. They got a lot of holes in their defense that got exposed mm-hmm. by the Saints, which ain't a surprise because of the Saints, and they basically have been scoring points on everybody. But it's one of those things where the Falcons want to keep on winning. They, I don't know if they can rely on scoring 37 points every week. So they need to start getting some stops. And it basically, yesterday's game came down to who had the ball last, and the Falcons got the ball last, and they ended up winning. But if the Saints had wind up getting the ball last, they probably could have easily won that game. Right. And I think to put on top of that, it's still a week one game. Say what you want, but when it comes down to it, Week one is not the same as week five. And week five is not the same as week 16. So I still want to see what these teams look like when they hit their stride. And, you know, week 16, there's going to be a lot of junk talk between now and then. So I'm I'm ready for it. And I I think it's going to be a different outcome when it comes down to being in the Superdome. But maybe maybe that's just being too obvious. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't blame you for thinking that. And honestly, I don't think the Falcons, last time the Falcons swept the Saints, I was probably in high school or something like that. <laughs> it's one of those things where, you know, I'm not going to really be going into that, what was that, week 16 game, thinking that the Falcons going to win that game in the Superdome. So, you know, we'll see what happens, but it's a long way away. So a lot of football will be played until then. We went in depth about Falcon Saints. Next, I want to just get some of your takeaways from the entire NFL. I know for me, I'm looking at Philadelphia like that might be something special going on over there. Uh, Miami took me by surprise. I knew it's a little advantage for them to be playing in that heat at home in September. So, I'll just preference it with that, but still, they look real good. And uh, I don't know. I, I'm i kind of shocked by how bad Tony Romo was. I'm usually one of the guys that will say Tony Romo uh, is a better-than-average quarterback, but he ain't looking the same. No, no I think you're right. You know, that back was a, a big issue going into the year. And you know, the, the the thing on Tony Romo has been um, he'll play great and then he'll make some horrible, horrible throw that'll cost his team the game. And I think we saw that on Sunday. You know, I think with Miami, I, I think Miami, I don't know if it's the heat. I think it's South Beach, you know. Cause, you know, yeah, you, you get to be hanging out there for a couple of days. You spend one too many nights in Miami. And you got a little situation on your hands come Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it's got to be because the Patriots have been struggling there over the years. I think Tom Brady's got a losing record there now. And it's one of those things where it's like if you're Tom Brady, of course, if you get the clubs and stoppies, you know, you're going to have a good time, you know. And I'm sure he's showing his teammates a good time. And so it's one of those things where they get to Sunday and – they, they start running out of gas because, you know, they were out partying on a Friday and Saturday night a little too long. So I think that might be the problem. I'm about to say, I don't think it's got nothing to do with Tom Brady. It's the other guys that's not built like Tom Brady to be able to handle that. Okay, okay. Because that kind of reminds me of the situation when people come down to Atlanta and play the Hawks. 
They've been historically good at home because when everybody comes to the A, they turn up. Uh-huh. It's it's just a given. So, I mean, you can say that for the Falcons, too. Uh-huh. You know, you be there for three days and turn up. Let's get it. Hit Magic City uh, and the rest of those nice adult establishments over there in Atlanta. So, uh, yeah, you could be on to something right there. Now, uh, I don't know what what kind of takeaways you got from week one. Well, I, I think we probably learned that Denver and Seattle are still the best teams in the league. You know, they put, they yeah. put the snap on the Colts and the, and the Packers. I'm, I'm a big believer on Seattle and uh, per, with Percy Harvin, a.k.a. Lamborghini Percy. Yeah, yeah. And the 49ers, I know people were kind of down on the 49ers because they didn't have a great offseason. People were getting suspended. People were getting arrested. People talking about the coach is going to leave. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they basically just whooped up on the Cowboys with no problem, really. So it seems like most of the good teams from last year are still good. You know, the Patriots probably slipped up this one week against Miami. Um, But, you know, I don't think there was, you know, a couple of teams probably caught us a little off guard. I didn't think the Bills were going to beat the Bears or anything like that. Yeah, that caught me off guard. The the good teams were good and the bad teams were bad. So that's my big takeaway from week one. Yeah, now – what do you think about Jacksonville just getting up seventeen on Philadelphia in the first place? That 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 was a little bit of a shocker, you know. It was, but it was like then you find out that like Philadelphia just put like thirty four on them in the second half, and you're like, okay, this was this was sort of the game that you know you flip the game that be make more sense. Like they go up thirty four and then let off the gas and then let Jacksonville score seventeen in the second half, but yeah, so the game was a little flipped. Now, that, like I said earlier, that kind of brings me to a point where I think Philadelphia almost be able to score at will at some times during the season. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of scary to me. And if you can, you know, hold some of these high-powered teams like a Green Bay, which I, I'm about to say they're going to have to play them this year because they both won the division, uh, that, that would tell me they might be willing to take a, a step forward this year. And uh, maybe be even be in the Super Bowl, but you know I'm still riding with my Saints with that pick. But they they they're the scariest team for me. Yeah, yeah, I I think you I agree. You know they got an offense. You know the Saints been known for their offense over the years, being able to score on anybody. And it looks like Philadelphia might be joining that club. And uh. You know, first half of that Jaguars game was standing, but it's like one of those things where it can be a scary team with all the weapons they got. Okay, man. Now, well, just to wrap it up, I know not too long ago I just got the news. Uh, Ray Weiss from the TMZ video getting leaked uh, went from being released by the Ravens under a two-game suspension to being suspended indefinitely. Um kind of like caught me off guard for one I thought that was going to be the end of it but it seems like TMZ is right on time day after the NFL kicks off on a Sunday drops the Ray Rice video conveniently and besides me kind of being taken off guard by it um, it kind of brings up a point that I've been writing about myself and just how things change uh, 
with things like TMZ, everybody with a camera phone trying to catch that priceless moment because you don't know what that's worth in that once in a lifetime situation. And I think it's kind of sad for society for us to even be at this point. But uh, I mean, it is what it is. He did what he did. But I still think it says something bigger about society. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess my thing about it was like TMZ dropped a video today. And I think the video kind of just showed what we all thought had happened. We just now got to see it. And I guess the issue I had was now you had the NFL, they suspended him indefinitely, and Ravens caught him. And they're basically, you know, saying, oh, we didn't see the video until TMZ dropped it. And I guess my thing is, like, how did you not see the video? That, right. Like, what you just, it's one of those things where it's like, what have y'all been doing for the last six months? <laughs> like, you didn't try to f- see the video? Like, you knew it, ex- everybody knew it existed. Exactly. Like, we all kind of assumed that that's what we saw in the video was what ended up, was what happened. And so... Then they like suspended him, and then the Ravens didn't cut him because they were basically trying to say, "Well, what you think happened didn't really happen." And it was like, "No, nah, it kind of did." Like, why are y'all making the move now? Because basically, TMZ blew up your spot. You know, I think right. that's the bigger thing. Kind of just caught them off guard on a Monday when they were nice and uh, celebratory of a mood. Kind of just saying, hey, y'all think y'all slick, but we got y'all. Yeah. And I don't, I guess that gets them more revenue because advertisers are going to want to be involved. But, I mean, it's to the point where, like, it was what it was. So, if we're going to backtrack, like Roger Goodell said that he wasn't going to, he said he wasn't going to be retroactive. And now the video comes out. And you're getting retroactive. So, I don't know what this means as far as checks and balances, but it shows that Roger Goodell really has a lot of power. And, I mean, even TMZ got a lot of power. That's one NFL player release and one NBA owner taking up his team via TMZ. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, man. TMZ might be the most (laughs) powerful they're in the country, man. Like, if they caught, like, Obama doing something, it'll be, it'll be over, man. It'll be For a wrap. real. Like, everybody worried about Illuminati. You need to be worried about TMZ. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, hey, man, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this one up. Aaron, why don't you tell the people where they can find you again and uh, anything you got going up. I know you got a podcast. So, uh, why don't you, you know, go ahead and uh, tell the folks about that. Yeah, people can find my stuff on uh, falcfans.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at falcfans. I tweet a lot, uh, especially on game days. Uh, got a podcast called the Falc Fans Podcast. You can you can find that on iTunes. You can find that on falcfans.com. And you know, download, listen. If you want to learn about the Falcons, you know, listen. If you want to learn about football a little bit and apply it, if you hate the Falcons and apply it to your team, then listen. <laughs> you know, that type of stuff. So yeah, just give me the clicks, give me the views. You know, email. Like, <laughs> I hear that, man. Yeah, you get a little more in depth than I do. You know, we kind of uh, try to just get a, a wide range of uh, 
subjects, but you know, you being exclusively Falcons can't really go just at the surface. So, you know, I, I appreciate you holding down that lane so I, I don't have to. Okay. All right. All right, man. You take it easy. All right. You too, man. Yeah. Gotta know that, man. Shout out to that boy Aaron Freeman for coming on to the Rundown Sports Podcast and showing your boy some luck. Now, uh, with all that said, that's all we got for this week. I'm trying to get me in a home team session sometime soon. We're going to we trying, man, but it's coming. So y'all just stay tuned to the true evolution of the Rundown Sports. So if you want to keep up with what we're doing right here, uh, just head on over to therundown.com. Uh, subscribe to the email newsletter you'll get the latest and greatest and uh be working on some promotions real soon so y'all stay tuned for that um besides that you can get at me at cl the main event on twitter uh the whole rundown sports crew at the rundown sports on twitter uh you know on all the same thing on the rest of the platforms facebook google plus etc etc um and I definitely keep an eye out on that YouTube channel. We will be doing some new things with Now that's all we got for this edition of the Rundown Sports Podcast. Y'all stay tuned to the blog and your feeds. And uh, we out here. Peace.